What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TMANBaseballFan.com. Happy Saturday, and you're probably not listening to this on Saturday, so let's scratch that part. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about showing off your collection online. Now, uh, it's kind of a, a fairly new phenomenon of uh, being able to share your cards online, especially probably the last five years especially, um, because of social media. Now, let's take it back to when we were kids, though. So when you get a card... Uh, that you're really proud of, you'd want to show your friends. You know, you'd want to say, you know, hey, you know, Nick, Brian, Matt, Anthony, come over, take a look at what I got. Or, you know, you talk about it at school, like, oh, yeah, I just got this, uh, you know, Daryl Strawberry Rookie or whatever it is. Um, and it was exciting. It was fun to be able to share that with your friends. Now, is it bragging? Yeah, it's probably bragging, but I guess you could use the same term as uh, quote-unquote sharing the good news <laughs> of what you got. It really kind of depends on uh, on which way you look at it, I suppose. But, um, uh, you know, you fast forward to you know the last several years, and, and even before social media, there are a lot of people that would show off their cards or <clears throat> share their uh, cards and their new pickups and everything on uh, various forums. Now, the forums were probably a little more difficult because you would have to be uh, somewhat internet savvy to be able to know how to post pictures because it's not the easiest thing for everyone. In fact, a lot of people on forums now still can't post pictures because they don't know how. Um, but when it comes to social media, it is so easy. And, uh, you know, it's great because you have an instant audience. Like, I literally, I'm in the car right now. I could literally go down to Walmart and buy a blaster. I put on my mask, walk in, <laughs> get the uh, because in Texas, by the way, guys, like it's uh, uh, they they will find you if you don't have a mask. Um, but uh, you know, so I could get the blaster. <clears throat> I can say, you know, what? I can't wait until I get home. I just got to open these cards now. So I go in the parking lot in my car, open them up. I could either do pictures and post them online or uh, I could literally uh, go in and uh, do a video, a live break, while I'm sitting in the driver's seat of my car. And that's what a lot of people do, which is just fascinating to me with how quickly you can get your, uh, your cards um, from your hands to showing everybody else. Uh, and I love it. I just think that's a, you know, something that kind of brings the entire hobby together even more, the hobby community. Um, and, uh, you know, it really kind of probably excites us even more as collectors when we have 10, 15, 20 people going, oh man, that's a really cool card. Because not only that, but you can also uh, seek out traders or people that want to buy the cards. And so, like, let's say, for example, you or me about seven years ago, or I don't even remember. I thought it was seven years ago. It could be wrong. Um, but uh, around 2013-ish, I don't buy a whole lot of cards uh, as far as boxes go, like blasters. Um, but uh, I did have a hankering to do it this one time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get a 2013 Bowman something or other box. So I open it up and what do I get? I get a Yasiel Puig uh, card and come to find out it regularly sells for at the time 40 bucks. 
Now, there's something about, and by the way, y'all, I don't really pull a lot of fantastic cards <laughs> when I do. I, I, it's probably, statistically speaking, it's probably right on because I just don't open much, but, you know, whenever I do, I just don't really get anything. So, buying a blaster for 20, pulling a card for, that's uh, worth 40, uh, that's a win for me. You know, I never mind being able to, to chase, you know, one of these uh, autograph cards that are several hundred dollars or one of ones or anything like that. That's just not how I, uh, how it works out for me. Um, I'm sure if I decided to spend thousands of dollars in, in wax, I'd pull hundreds of dollars of cards. But, uh, you know, so far that just hasn't been my luck because I don't, I don't buy as much. But uh, nevertheless, a $40 card in a $20 box is a huge win for me. And it's kind of fun to be able to post that online so quickly and get this buzz going. It's not just you anymore. It's the community that knows. And you have the uh, the thought in the back of your mind that there's a handful of people that are interested. And you start thinking, well, you know, what can I do with this, uh, with this sudden windfall, right? <laughs> what can I trade for? Are there any cards that I want? And because that's the, that's the big thing also. Like, before I bought that box of 2013 Bowman, my first thought was not, oh, I sure do uh, hope I get a Yasiel Puig card. That's the card that I've been looking for for years. No, no, it's just a cool card. It's just a card that I was really happy to be able to get uh, for no other reason than it was just uh, popular and hot at the time. So, uh, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of where you go with that sometimes. So, um, and the fun thing is, is anytime you pick up something from eBay or you do a trade, uh, or it just strikes you in your own collection, you know, that you've had for a while, you post up pictures and you get people marveling at what you have, or, uh, maybe even offering up something. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's pretty fantastic. And there's not a whole lot of, uh, uh, it's like I said, it's not really that old of a way to do things. Like there, it's just the last several years, and so I really think that the uh, uh, the hobby has kind of taken another level because of this. Because really, what we're seeing is you're starting to see people that pick up cards where half of it is is excitement to be able to actually uh, pick up the card. Uh, the other half might be excitement to be able to tell others that they have it, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of fun. Also, I, I notice myself uh, whenever I come up with a uh, custom project that I create, half the fun for me is showing it online, you know, on Facebook and Twitter and the forums. And, you know, I used to get a lot more uh, feedback on the forums. Now I get a lot more feedback on Facebook. Uh, but uh, it's it's fun to be able to do that. And it's fun also to be able to post on my website, uh, tamanbaseballfan.com. Uh, and to just have it there because I'll have a project that I might put together and you know three four five years later somebody comes up and goes oh man that's really cool I never saw that that's really awesome and uh, you know so it's it's fun to be able to do that it's fun to be able to do that just with cards that you buy or that you trade and, and even really kind of going online and documenting uh, you know perhaps a deal that you did uh, I've done that before a number of times where you can actually uh, document a trade and write out every little detail, every uh, and even even when it comes to cards that got away. Um, now of course, it's certainly not fun if you know you're trading a uh, Mike Trout for Yasiel Puig or something that you found 
the article from like seven years ago. Nobody wants to hear anything like that. But that's just part of it. We all have our Mike Trout horror stories. That's just how it goes in this hobby. So, um, yeah, so as you're thinking about it, you know, maybe, uh, you know, look at your collection today and, you know, see some cards that perhaps might uh, not get as much attention as you would like, maybe even for yourself. And uh, post a picture online on, on the Facebook groups and, uh, and use it as an opportunity to tell your story and uh, to maybe talk a little bit about the history of that card. And so that's what I like to do also. One of the things I love doing is I almost, I almost consider like a secondary hobby of mine is uh, baseball card photography. I don't know why. I love it. I, I love taking pictures. I'm not really all that great at it necessarily. I mean, shoot, we were on our walk last night as a family, and you know, I just I love taking pictures of awesome clouds too. I don't know why. Um, doesn't sound very manly either, does it? But yeah, there it is. I love taking pictures of clouds. Uh, I love taking pictures of baseball cards even more, and especially when you can capture the refractor shine just perfectly, and you know, ah, just love how how they can come out sometimes. And so, uh, in doing so, I post pictures of baseball cards like almost every day on the Facebook groups and on my Twitter account, uh, which by the way, follow me on Twitter if you don't. It's at uh, TanManBBFan. Uh, I tried to go at TanManBaseballFan, but you know, there's too many characters there, so it's at TanManBBFan. Um, yeah, I'll try to post uh, pictures from time to time that, that I just really love the capture and uh, uh, I try to tell a little bit of story on them. So one of them, for example, uh, is I'll, I'll talk about my uh, conversation with somebody last night as well. Uh, my latest pickup, well, my latest incoming card that came in yesterday, I guess, is not really a card. It's a 1909 to 1913 M101-2 uh, uh, supplement. It's a sporting news supplement, and it's. Uh, close to about 8 by 10 it's uh, graded by PSA and it is of two players it is of Gabby Street uh, Charles Street but they everybody knows my his name of Gabby Street and he's pictured on the card with his uh, hand on, a sh on the shoulder of another player that other player is none other than the big train Walter Johnson and uh, oh my goodness like <laughs> I would not have even thought about this uh, this piece had it not been for uh, me being able to see it online. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous card. And uh, again, if you can call it a card, it's you know like eight by ten in size. But um, it's uh, sepia toned. It is uh, just a magnificent capture of the two. So we all know who Walter Johnson is, and if you don't, check out his stats quite possibly the best pitcher to ever play baseball in baseball history you know ever <laughs> and uh you know you you look at him and then and then for me personally i was thinking and this is another thing that's that's good for you know just very thankful that we have uh you know the internet in what it is today but i looked at this other guy i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't know who charles street was i looked it up nickname is gabby street okay well that's good he's at least uh he was good enough to have a, have a nickname, right? Well, come to find out, he was uh, Walter Johnson's catcher and mentor. And uh, he uh, he would say things like, you know, uh, if somebody's running, he's like, oh yeah, don't worry, 
Don't worry, Johnson. Uh, let him go. Old Gabby will get him. And uh, you know, he's a World War One vet, uh, and he was injured. Uh, he actually uh, had a quote that said something along the lines of, uh, "You know, back then each catcher would do their would do their gloves uh, differently. And so the way that that Street would do it is he said that he made his glove to where um, when when Walter Johnson pitched, he made the sound pop extra loud uh, just to really intimidate the, the batters, which is kind of fun. He also uh, has the, uh, uh, holds the distinguished uh, remark of catching a baseball from the, the top of the Washington Monument or something, um, which it was like 555 feet. It took him like 13 shots, uh, tries, but he did it. And, uh, you know, so you know, normally I don't like a whole lot of cards that have two players on them, especially if I don't know one of them. But, you know, when it comes to this M101-2 Walter Johnson, it makes it so much better. It makes it so much better to know that uh, that this player was really kind of part of Walter Johnson's story. Uh, it's, you know, and it wasn't because it, it's not that he's a nobody because I didn't know who he was. It's just I literally didn't know who he was. And there are people out there that, you know, just love that guy. So it was fun to be able to, to capture that. And by the way, the sepia tone uh, photo uh, capture of it is fantastic. Walter Johnson, it's a full body shot. Um, and uh, just an amazing, amazing piece. Uh, and, uh, you know, quite possibly, I mean, I'll, you know, if I get another Walter Johnson card, I might change my tune. But, um it's quite possibly my favorite Walter Johnson piece, um, which is just so neat. Um, and so I really, really love it. So what I did was I took a picture, and by the way, the background again of the M101-2s, they do it perfectly on that card where the background is uh, at the bottom is, is like very detailed. And as you scan your eyes up, up the, uh, the piece, the the background actually fades out and it's just so perfect the the players pop and it's amazing so i took a picture i was really excited about being able to show people uh this online so i posted online and i have a guy uh, named brian that i know he he uh messages me on facebook and he's like hey man are you selling that are you selling anything else what's you what's going on so like we started talking we talked for on and off for a couple hours and uh you know, he starts saying, man, these are, you know, these M101-2s are really cool. And so I was like, oh man, I was just really hyping them up, not for any other reason other than just that I love them. Um, he goes, yeah, all right, okay. I actually bought a couple of them now. <laughs> so that conversation actually generated, uh, you know, a couple being purchased in the sales history on, uh, you know, eBay or wherever it was, you know, so it's kind of a, kind of a fun little, little thing that as you start talking about these things and the, the only reason this, this happened, the only reason why Brian has these in his collection right now, um, or will when they come in the mail is because, uh, we had a conversation and that conversation happened because, uh, I actually posted it online to talk about. So I woke up this morning and had a bunch of comments. Oh, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. And yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's fun to be able to uh, uh, share that with everybody online. So anyways, uh, yeah, so I definitely, and on top of that, I was able to take the story that I knew about 
they they learned about online about Gabby Street in Washington. Uh, uh, Charles Johnson, uh, <laughs> Charles Johnson, Walter Johnson, um, and uh, and take that knowledge that I learned and share it with everybody, and and hopefully perhaps even educate everybody, not only just online but you know for you as well that's listening. So uh, I encourage you to do that today um, or sometime this week. Just post a picture of what you have and um, you know maybe educate people. So, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, I hope you all have a fantastic day.